Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This is the Rise of the Young Podcast, bringing you insights from the most innovative entrepreneurs and influencers of this era. Hosted by 17-year-old entrepreneur, author, public speaker, and branding expert, Casey Adams. Now, let's get right into the show. What is up, everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome to the Rise of the Young Podcast. Today, we have episode 50. We have a special guest. I'm pl- it's a pleasure to have you on, man. We have Mr. Gerard Adams with us today. And first off, man, pleasure having you on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So before we get started, man, I know I've been following you for the last year and a half, two years, and you just, you've impacted me so much. So it's just such a pleasure to have you on, man. But for the people that don't know, everyone, this man, he started an amazing business. He got it acquired in mid-20s. So for everyone listening, I'd love to just give you a brief introduction before we get started. Sure. Well, first of all, I'm so uh, I'm so happy to be on because I've seen how much you've grown and, and the impact that you're making on this generation and in your generation on Gen Z uh, and it's it's inspiring. You know, I see a lot of myself in you, Thank you in the sense of like you stepping up as a leader for for your generation, going out there and telling stories and and, and being episode fifty is kind of cool too because yeah. with leaders create leaders. You know, season three we we had just hit our fifty our 50 mark as well. So it's pretty that's cool. What's up. So I appreciate being on. Um, you know, for me, it's it's crazy though, because it's it's been 15 years that I've been an entrepreneur. And a lot of times people want me to come and speak about the success of my last company, Elite Daily. Everybody knows me of, of having that exit for 50 million to a multi-billion dollar uh, media company. But the truth of the matter is that like, everybody wants to talk about the highlight reel. You know what I'm saying? We're so sure. used to that with the gram but they don't want to know about the truth behind it all on what it truly took. So as, although people see that success, they don't really know that like prior to that, you know, it was just like so many years of different businesses, angel investing, partnering with other entrepreneurs, launching different companies. Um, I had at one point in my early career, I made my first 10 million um, by the time I was 24, but then I had invested in all in the stock market economy crashed i lost all of the money that i had had saved up at that time and that was like a pivotal moment in my life of ego and uh a lot of people don't know that i had created that kind of financial freedom in my life prior to elite daily yeah elite daily was like my comeback yeah and i'll never forget like when that happened and i lost all that money before Elite daily like i you know i literally my ego was shattered like i didn't know if i'd be able to come back yeah 
from losing and finally finally making it and feeling like I finally been able to give back to my family, my mom, my dad, everything that they've done for me. Um, and then just like one day feeling like I have it all, you know, I, I had everything you can, that at that, at that time you can dream of, yeah. you know, like for me then it was like, I wanted to be rich. So I had like the Bentleys and the Ferraris and a penthouse and I'm traveling all over the world and I'm doing what I want when I want. I would go into a sneaker store and literally buy every pair of like <laughs> Nike dunks that were on yeah. the shelf. Like, you know, and, and it was just like that kind of freedom felt amazing. So when you finally get to that point and then if you like end up losing it, could, you know, you're, it's, it's, it's worse than ever, than never getting it at all. It's mm -hmm. worse. Cause it's yeah. like, kind of like you made yeah. it. And then all of a sudden, if your character's not prepared for that kind of success, it, money can come and go. Yeah. So coming back from that was really, um, it was really a true test. And because of my mother, she was my mom and dad, were like my first mentors before all the mentors I've, I've brought into my life at this point. But she told me that when she immigrated here from Colombia, um, my mom's Colombian and she, she, when she immigrated here, they had a one bedroom apartment, basically a family of like my grandparents and then her brothers and sisters. So it ended up being like a, about a, six people in this little one bedroom studio apartment. And uh, they caught on fire and they lost wow. everything. And then because of that fire, she went and got a job on Canal Street in New York City. And my mom starts crying to me, telling me this when she was you know, and I didn't know this point. I didn't know this at, at, in my in my mid twenties. And she basically was like, "I never wanted to tell you that, but you know, I went through our family losing everything, and we came to this country wow. with literally not even a dollar in our pocket, but nothing." Yeah. So after finally getting, you know, you, you finally, you know, get that little apartment, and imagine losing that. And yeah, my mom at six, sure. 16 years old having to go get a job in, at, in the winter in New York, watching stands just to help put food on the table. She's like, so if I was able to get through that and rebuild and build a family, then you can lose all the money in the world, but you need to continue to just keep working on this, keep working on this and go out there and do it again. Mm -hmm. Don't let anything stop you from doing it again, but this time be smarter, yeah. you know? And um, that was the inspiration I needed to go and start Elite Daily, yeah. which then led that's, to the comeback story. That is the, that's insane yeah for sure man so i feel like the biggest thing the way i resonate with you and i know you come from a small town in jersey i have yep. family that comes from jersey and like when i first started watching you, man like it's just something about the content the way you said it just really resonated with me from the younger generation so for everyone that's watching listening when it comes to just when you were 18 17 18 like what was your current situation mindset and like where were you originally from during that time i mean Right before I was eight, so so at 17 years old, I hustled in a weed. I was like the dealer, it was like yeah. the weed dealer now. It's like, you know, you can get weed basically anywhere. <laughs> but, you know, I, I was hustling weed at, at 17 years old, and I'm not proud of it, but I was actually great at it. Yeah. And I didn't realize like how much the skills of me being a young hustler yeah. growing up led to being entrepreneurial. For sure. So when so I what ended up happening, my mindset going into 18 years old was crazy because, you know, here I am at 17 and I finally and I'm like and I'm and I'm hustling, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I feel good, I'm making money, I got the car. That, you yeah, know, yeah. At the time, Fast and <laughs> Furious came out and like a car to me was all I ever wanted turning 17 because it meant freedom. So I remember, you know, I'm, I finally got my Eclipse. I'm, 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 you know, I'm hustling, and one day I get pulled over by the cops when I was dropping off to, funny story, my friend's mom, who, who would buy for me, get <laughs> an apartment on the ground floor. And um, I never forget that day. I'll, I'll, I'll 
tell you the short end of the story, but long story short, cops surround me, woo, 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 without me knowing. And I'm like, okay. my, my whole life flashed before my eyes. I was like, this yeah. is it. Like, I'm going to be a failure. And um, lo and behold, somebody was committing Grand Theft Auto right in front of me. And the cops literally end up arresting the person in front of wow. me, telling me, hey, kid, get out of here. I left that day like, okay, hold up. Like I was about to go to jail, com- could have completely ruined my entire mm. life. I got a second chance. Like, yeah. what am I going to do with it? And that was the day that I was like, I'm going to shift my mindset from being a-, a hustler on the streets to a hustler in business. And so 18, you know, I went to college because I wanted to make my mom and dad, you know, I wanted to kind of like pursue what was told to us yeah. by our parents, like yeah. as to become successful. So I went to go to college route, but my first semester in college, I was like, man, this is a, you know, and I'm pro-education. The college is adapted to entrepreneurship at the time. There was no entrepreneurship mm-hmm. classes. And um, I just remember getting, like, seeing the amount of debt you had to get into. They're telling me what classes to take in, in order to earn certain credits to get to the classes I wanted to take. And I was yeah. like, yo, if this ain't in a business, like, yeah, yeah. this is, like, one of the biggest businesses in the For world. Sure. And they're just, and, and, I, and I'm the sucker buying into it, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, the internet is the move. Like, there's no reason why I can't find a mentor, you know, learn from a real experience, not from theory, and put it into practice and, you know, and and actually learn how to become successful. So I found that mentor and that mentality of like, you know what, it's my life. No one's going to hand me, hand Mm -hmm. anything to me. I have to take ownership of it. There's no plan B, only plan A. So if you're going to drop out, don't drop out to be a degenerate. Drop out because yeah. you're going to go all in For sure. at like really becoming the best version of myself, becoming a great – what does it mean to become a great entrepreneur, how to launch a real business? And uh, so so that's what I did. I dropped out and at 18, it was all about just growth, man. Yeah. I was just like, yo, I want to hustle. But I had the mindset of like making money. Mm-hmm. Like I, money was the motive for me. Yeah. Whereas like now, it's definitely more impact. It's not that I don't want to continue to create wealth in my life. But my uh, my strategy is different now, mm-hmm. where it's more impact driven, and sure. how I'm bringing value, and how I'm help creating the the next greatest entrepreneurs in the world, and, and making them get to that next level, mm-hmm. rather than just like in the beginning it was more of, and this is what I'm teaching now is like how to actually become a digital entrepreneur and and create income in your life, how to create yeah. so you have revenue because it's true like you're not a real entrepreneur if you don't you make, money. make money, yeah, you know that's just the truth. Doesn't mean that you're not you're you know you're not a good person, but if you don't know how to actually make a profit, you know you don't know it's how. It's a to hobby. Make, yeah, it's a hobby. <laughs> for That's sure. Truth, you know, and I think you know I think one of the biggest milestones for me at that age was becoming a millionaire. Mm-hmm. For me, it was like I want to be a self-made millionaire. I want to do it while I'm, I'm young in my young twenties because yeah. I don't want anybody to ever tell me what to do. Ever. If I want to go and truth. I want to take a plane and I want to travel the world, if I want to go buy those sneakers, if I want to go, you know. Get, you know, whatever. Like, if I want to eat dinner every single night at the best restaurants, if I want to go to yeah. the club and pop bottles, if I want to go to a Ferrari and, buy, and test drive it and say, all right, I want to take one of those home. You know, <laughs> if I want a penthouse, if I want to like... It's freedom. Yeah, freedom. If I want to go and surprise my mom and dad with a car, like I could get all those things I was... You do like, it. Oh, yeah, you know, so for yeah. me, it was, that was it. You know, yeah. I was like, that was it. That's what's up. Yeah. That's the truth, man. And I... Coming from a small town, I'm sure you know as well, it's like you never hear that sort of thing, you know? It's like coming from you sitting right here and following your content, it's like where I'm from, man, like you never even hear that side of the planet, you know, the entrepreneurship, the stories. And I feel like just the current generation is just 
that's why like everything you're doing is just so impactful you know it's cool man it's dope super dope in a better time i'm seeing all you the young young entrepreneurs on the rise you know (laughs) what i'm saying just just completely you you all you have so many resources now too many you have have mentors like i I feel like i'm a big brother to you yeah you know i want to be here for you as a big brother as a mentor to all of you to you that's why i'm doing this i got your back because that's why my show is called leaders create leaders not followers yeah i mean at the end of the day that's why i'm successful is i was able to find mentors in my life to relate to that help guide me that that's only one part of it, right? Like you, I always say, hard work comes before the dream. So you can have the best mentor in the world, but if you're not willing to put in the work, nothing's gonna yeah. happen. But if you're willing to put in the work, and you're willing to surround yourself with the right circle of influence, right? Who you're hanging out with, and, and the right mentors in your life, that's the that's the formula. You know, you will mm-hmm. succeed. It's inevitable if you're patient. So for me, I want to just be that mentor. I want to be that role model. I want to be that leader that is is someone out here to guide you to to be somebody who y'all can see. Like, okay, you know, G was able to do it. And I was yeah. a young kid from a small town, just like you. Oh, that's how I resonate so much you know, with you, man. Same thing, man. For the sure. first time I went to go buy my Ferrari, you know, they were like, "This kid can't buy it." They tried mm-hmm. to close it down on me. No way. They told me go home. That's insane. You know what I mean? You're like mid twenties. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like. You know, they and then and then they judged me, you know, and because uh, I'm Hispanic, and you know, it, it was it was a tough it was a tough feeling, but like I know the feel that the feeling of like having that having that freedom, that self made freedom. Mm-hmm. There's nothing greater than that in the world, you know, and that's that's why I'm, that's why my motive right now is to help find the entrepreneurs, the aspiring entrepreneurs too, that want to really truly create self made freedom in their life. Yeah, for sure, man. So obviously talk about leadership, leaders, great leaders, that's your show. And it's funny because I asked Andy Purcell this question as well. So when it comes to leadership, I know that you've inspired and really dwelled that into your content. It's impacted me when it comes to just creating my inner leader, trying to be the leader for people that follow me and all that sort of stuff. So for you, what's your definition of a leader and what makes a good leader really stand out from one another? So for me, it's all about like, you know, finding the leader within. You know, I used to think that a leader was, you know, some title and like meant the fact that like you were, you're, you're the, you're the CEO, right? Like I, I love working with CEOs and building, building founders and CEOs, but you know, and I used to think that being a leader just meant, you know, uh, being someone who is inspiring, obviously building a team, helping guide the team. But I realized that like leadership now is, is so much internal first before you can ever lead anyone if you ever think that you're going to be a great leader and be able to create a great culture where you'll have an unbelievable team around you like you need to find that leader within yourself and for me that means truly understanding what your values are understanding what your belief system is like really holding yourself to a standard where it's like you know you every single day are living by those values mm-hmm. you know you're pushing yourself to be better every single day you're inspiring the people around you regardless if it's the garbage man or a billionaire mm-hmm. you know you are living authentically to your truth every single day That's you're okay truth. with your imperfections <laughs> you're okay with like your failures you're okay but you you're like every single day no matter what you're tr- you're pushing yourself to be better and better and better and you're a living living breathing example i think we live in a time where and i think we're seeing a huge shift in humanity. I talk about this in my, my finale, mm-hmm. you know, where our generation is gone from, I feel like so many of them are sheep. 
You know, everyone's paying attention to what everybody else is doing. Everybody oh, yeah. wants to copy everybody. Everybody cares about how many followers you have. Everybody wants that blue check on their <laughs> profile. You know, and I get it, you know, because it's, it's, social media is dope. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's cool. Yeah. But I think being a leader more now than ever is figuring out who you are on the inside. Like digging deep to understand what it is, what is it that you actually want to bring to the world? What do, you, what do you want to bring to the world? How do you want people to really see you and know you past the Instagram pictures when they actually meet physically? Person, physically, like how are you making people feel? How, how are people inspired by you? And, and you're sharing that message that, you know, you want to inspire others to, to find their truth mm-hmm. and to live out their truth. And I think that's yeah. the kind of leaders that we need right For now sure. in the world. That is- that is the truth, man, for sure. And I, and I think a lot of young people coming from what you said about like seeing all of the perfectness or seeing all of this or that, like people, they tend to feel down about themselves and they think, oh, I can't do something because they see someone else's life. They think it's picture perfect and all that stuff. So regarding not leadership, but just accountability for yourself, obviously anyone that has created and really built something of scale has accountability. They have success tips that they've been able to really program within themselves. So what's been like the three biggest things that like keep you grounded day to day that keep you going and keep you on track towards things you're working on? Yeah, for sure. I mean, self accountability is so important. Um, you know, I think it's also important when you have a mentor in your life or, you know, it's something that I, I looked, I offer to with my clients you know, if I'm working with people, like I always try to help give them not only strategy, but also like helping them be accountable um, because it's so easy to get distracted nowadays. But ultimately, like you yourself have to hold yourself accountable. And I think mastering that discipline is is super important. I mean, for me, the first thing is just just clarity. Like no matter what, it's being very clear as to where I'm going. Like what are my clear goals this mm-hmm. quarter, you know, this year and like you know, reverse engineering that all the way to like a daily basis so that I know that like, Hey, where am I focusing my time? Then is it really leading me to like my ultimate goal, you know, both from an impact standpoint and an income standpoint for my business, for myself. So I think just, you know, getting clear and making sure that you understand what is your vision? Where are you going? Where are, what are your goals? You know what I mean? And writing those goals out and reverse engineering it all the way down from a yearly to a quarterly basis down to a monthly basis, all the way down to, okay, every single day, what are the micro mm-hmm. things you need to do to actually, you know, be able to hit the macro yeah. vision, right? I think um, your daily like routine, self-made routine is so important for me. Uh, just like meditating is really, my, first mm-hmm. of all, my sleep is really important. Yeah, Like I used to be, when I was your age, the truth is I would work till four or five in the morning every night. Mm-hmm. So I ain't hating on anybody who wants to hustle. Like <laughs> the late nights, <laughs> for sure. I'm just talking about for me now, I think there's so much noise that if you could every day make sure, like, obviously you get a good night's sleep and then you actually have your goals, right? You start writing your goals the night before. When you wake up, you're reviewing your goals. Yeah. But then you also just meditate and just, like, just really, really, like, take some time to clear the air you know, think through like, how am I going to focus today? For me, the meditation, even for 15 minutes, it just gives me a whole nother level of energy and mm-hmm. focus. Because it's so easy. The first thing you do when you wake up, what do you do? Check your phone. Boom. <laughs> and then what happens? You're on your phone. Yeah, that's like your phone. Get distracted. Like you're immediately pulled in. You're yeah, scrolling. That's you're the truth. You're doing it. Your mind goes everywhere. You're overwhelmed instantly. So all I'm saying is like the meditation part 
you know, really having a routine to like meditate, put your phone away, get clear as to like, yo, like calmly envisioning, you know, envisioning like what it is that you're looking to accomplish, where are you going when you're clear with that, like getting, yeah. clear, I think that's, that's huge for me. Um, and I don't know. The next thing for me is like just execution, bro. Yeah, like, that's the main. You know, I mean, that's the only <laughs> part of my, my accountability is just yeah. every single day making sure to complete tasks. I think so many people, even developers, if you hire someone to build a website, so many times yeah. or an app, like so many times they'll build it to the yeah. 80, 90%. Yeah. That last 10%, what For happens? Sure. It's like, it's not even there. It's like, when are we getting? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, my, my thing is like, one of my accountability, my routines is like, finish the job mm-hmm. it's done it's like my favorite thing yeah. to my team to myself and even if you even if you make a mistake you launch it whatever that's okay because tweak it later forward, you're gonna figure it you're gonna adapt to the market yeah. you're gonna test but like don't be afraid to finish and launch get things out there like that's mm-hmm. the only way that you're ultimately gonna grow that's what's up so well, like with team building you said because i know that you brought up like keeping your team accountable i know building something such as elite daily you've developed a team inside that organization and i feel like a lot of people that make money online or whatever it may be but people that are building real companies people that are developing teams and really trying to manage people someone like you that's really been able to do that successfully what do you think are like the biggest things people need to know with like managing people developing teams that get things done consistently and effectively God, it's a loaded question. There's so many different things. I mean, I loved, I love working. Like, I think I owe all my success to my team. Yeah. You know, ultimately, I think what, what it, where it all starts is self awareness. You know, and just really understanding like what you're great at. What is mm-hmm. it that you love to do? What are you actually great at? Consistently trying to push yourself to learn different skills, but ultimately, building a good team means p- putting people around you to do the shit you don't want to do and you're not good at. Yeah. So go and find someone who actually is good at yeah. it, is passionate about it, put them in the place where they're going to win. And like that ultimately is is how you're going to actually like really scale, Build that team. You know, and is, is having those people that you can delegate to that do, doing the things that you don't love to do. Mm-hmm. And I think too many times entrepreneurs get caught up wanting to do everything, wear every hat, jack of yeah. all trades. I was like that. Yeah. You know, I was like a jack of all trades. Yeah, trying to be Superman. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I think you need to learn how to actually, you know, really have that self-awareness. What is it that you're good at and drop the ego and put people around you that, that can fill in those positions. Um, I, one thing that I, you know, one thing is, is, is communication skills is everything. Like learning how to be a great listener, learning how to build rapport. That's good in sales. That's good in building your team. You know, and I think mm-hmm. those are all like the emotional intelligence, like skills that you need to, to, to really master so that you have, you do have empathy yeah. for others. Um, you can put yourself in their shoes. You can empower yeah. them, inspire them. Ultimately, like if you're a great leader, you're someone who's really an inspiring person. You're good at storytelling. You're good at like yeah. selling the mission. You know, you got to. <laughs> you have to like, and I think that's a huge part of building your team. You know, stepping up as a leader and having the EQ to understand and have the awareness of like who is on your team, yeah. having empathy for them, pushing them, motivating them, putting them in a position where they're going to grow, but yet they're still challenged. Mm-hmm. And um, also, like I would say, I would say get a get a piece of paper, draw it down into a quadrant, right? Down the line and across. And there's four buckets. There's people with high skill and high will. Then there's people with low skill, high will. Then there's people with low skill, low will, mm-hmm. right? And then there's people with high skill, low will. And I think whenever you like work with someone, where do they fit in that category? 
Because ultimately, what I would tell you about building a team is this. You want people that are ride or die for you. You want the people that, of course, you want people that are high skill and high will. If you have somebody who's high skill yeah. and high will, Golden. <laughs> win, winning, right? That's the person you want on your team. But if you also find someone who's low skill, high will, you still want them on your team. Why? Because like, you don't need to have a massive team. You just need the right people. You, I've built multi-million dollar companies with literally like two, three people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, But they weren't the most skilled, but they were ride or die. Yeah, they would they do were with anything it. and everything to see it through for the mission, mm-hmm. for the purpose. Those are the kind of people you want on your team. Because even though they have low skill, they can learn the skills. Mm-hmm. You can invest into programs. You can hire mentors like myself yeah. to work with them, to help yeah. build them up. You can help mentor them. But it's really hard to find loyalty. It's hard to find hard work. It's hard mm-hmm. to find people that are really yeah. willing to grind with yeah. you, you know, and eat dirt with you, right? So I think those that's what you need to analyze. And then if somebody is low skill, low will, cancer, no shot in hell. Yeah. And so <laughs> sometimes you'll find someone with high skill and you're like, this person is so talented, but low will. Mm-hmm. And they actually don't have the character. They don't bring it to culture. They don't get along with others. They're not team yeah. players. They're egotistical, right? Yeah. They are cancers. And even though they may have high skill, you cut them. Because what matters most is that you build a culture of high morale, people empowering each other, inspiring each other, and and, and literally respectful, grateful for each other. Yeah. Even if it's somebody at Elite Daily, we praise the janitor. Like we made him that is so part dope. of the family. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was like a Pop Marley guy, hey. redheads. <laughs> like we had, you know, he was part of us. You treated everybody the same no matter what. And that's the kind of culture that you want to build if you want to be a successful leader and build a successful team. That is what's up. That's the truth. So I noticed that everything's people, you know, it's whether that be the team, your mentors, your network, and something with you when it comes to like, whether that be going from selling drugs to now being in a position to where you are now, obviously there's a change of people. And that's something that I've seen in my life when it comes to where I'm from or the people that I used to surround myself with versus now. So with you, like, what's your mindset on just networking when it comes to like, to the young people watching and listening, like how important is it to really separate yourself from a negative situation to really surround yourself with mentors and the right people? Yeah. I mean, I talk about it all the time. I mean, look, if there's three core takeaways from this interview, it's, you know, it's one, find a mentor, right? Find a mentor in your life. Yeah. If it's just one person. Two, surround yourself with the right community. And then three, commit, take ownership of your life. Commit to yourself, bet on yourself, commit to this, the fact that you genuinely want to succeed and that it's, it's on you. You know what I'm saying? And that means you have to like completely, and you, and you're, you're going to be ups and downs when you're committed. And that middle one, the community mm-hmm. is everything because I think that, I think it's, what is the, what is the statistic? I believe it's out of the five people you hang out with, um, if you do the average of all of their income, like you are literally the yeah. average. I think it's like, what is that? What is that? Where's Brian? Brian. You're in the 20 25% of your five friends' net worth. You're 25% of your five friends' net worth? Is that what yeah, it is? Like? Would be in the same net worth bracket range. Wow. Yeah. So think about that, right? Like you're within 25% bra- you know, range of your, your net worth yeah. will be the five people you surround yourself with. Yeah. So analyze. It doesn't mean that you may not have some friends that you want to go out every once in a while and party with. Yeah, yeah. But the five people you spend your most time with, are they really truly 
pushing themselves, like pushing you, empowering you. Like, are they out for greatness? Are they out with a billion dollar mindset? Like I have a billion dollar mindset, you know, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? I already know I'm a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, that's it. Like I'm going to treat myself, you know, in that, in that way, because once you have that belief, it's already yours. It's it's inevitable. It may not be right now, but as long as you believe it and you are acting you know, every as single if. day, as if, because you believe it, like you're putting your actions, you're working on your mind, your body, yeah. your soul every day, you're hustling, you're focused, you know, that's the kind of people I want to be around. And regardless, you know, um, re- regardless, even for me, like, it's it's not all correlated to the amount of money they make, because I don't necessarily care how much money you make. I care about how you actually are living your life. Like if mm. you are pursuing greatness, cause I've been at a point in my life where I've been like broke, lost my money, but I was dedicated every day not to let that hold me down. I was mm-hmm. dedicated every day to serving. I was yeah. dedicated to build skills and to like, you know, bounce back. And because of that, I built my next company to 50 yeah. million, right? So, you know, it's just a matter of like, find the people around you that inspire you, that are pushing, that are willing to, that, that are doing the work. If they're smoking weed all day, you don't want to be around them. Plain and simple. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's not that, well, like, you know, some people actually work better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, some people who are just, like, taking life, you know, and not really understanding the gift that we have. Mm. We don't, if we're lucky, we, we, we have 100 years. We last to 100. Yeah. You know, by the time you're 20, 25, you know, you already lived a quarter of your life. There's, like, a limited window. And I think, like, when you're, like, 18 years old, to like that 25, you know, call it even 30. Yeah. That window, those, those like 12 years is like your fucking prime <laughs> to go all in on yourself, to get ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a For lot sure. of people became billionaires in their like 40s and 50s. What's stopping you? Like you're the generation that has it way, like that has everything right in front of you. Like you have all the leaders that yeah. you look up to, the resources, you have the technology. Like, I want one of you, whoever is watching this, I want to see one of you become a billionaire within the next, before you're 30, in your 20s. Like, impact a billion lives. Like, who is it going to be? Because there's no, nothing stopping you. That's the truth, man. So one last thing before I let you go, man. I mean, this is just amazing, man. Just like, I think the biggest thing about young entrepreneurs or young people in general that watch this, that follow me, that follow you, is just the lack of action you know it's like you could learn everything and i feel like i was in that stage at a part of my life where it's like you're, you're taking in everything but you're not putting out anything so the last thing to really help people jump that curve what's the one thing that really would allow someone that's young to really get things moving from your perspective just start you know at the end of the day the best one of the best lessons i ever learned like when i started elite daily my last company um even when I started Founders, right? Like right now I'm building Founders, yeah. a platform for entrepreneurs. And, and basically like when I started it, I didn't, you know, I didn't have like the whole perfect business plan laid out just yet. And, you know, and then I it, basically I started thinking about like, oh, how amazing this platform is going to be in the end, and the, you know, this huge vision. Mm-hmm. And I think like a lot of times you can get so caught up in that business plan, that huge vision that you you forget to just like, all right, what's step one? Like, yeah. how do I get an MVP? How do I just like test the market and see what people actually want? See if there's mm-hmm. actually a demand for my products or, yeah. or technology, whatever you're creating. And um, 
I've seen a lot of people waste a lot of time and a lot of money overthinking and trying to perfect everything. And in nine out of 10 times, it, they wasted a hell of a lot of money, including <laughs> myself, and a hell of a lot of time that you'll not get back. Yeah. So the best thing that you can do, with, like we did this with Elite Daily, is just start. We bought a domain name for $9.99 on GoDaddy. We built it on a WordPress yeah. site. And we literally just started interviewing each other and everything That's our dope. friends, posting content, getting it yeah, going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then slowly adapting, slowly figuring it out along the way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it is. Like, it's about the process. You know, you guys hear this all the time, but it's about it's about the journey. So the sooner that you start, you got this podcast yeah. going before you know you're at 50 episodes. Yeah, you know, literally. <laughs> every episode is going to get better and better and better and better. I started Leaders Create Leaders. You know, if I would have waited to know if the name's going to be perfect, if the, mm -hmm. you know, how the content's going to be and everything like I probably never would have gotten it to yeah. where it is today. So it's just like, For just sure. start and, and, and embrace the process. And before you know it, you'll be looking back and saying like, you know, I'm yeah. on 50th episode. Yeah, Chilling literally. With my mentor. For you know sure. Absolutely, man. That's the truth. So for everyone watching, I'm sure a lot of you guys already follow Gerard, but if not, all the links will be in the description. You'll be able to check him out. Go to Founders. What's the what's the correct um, the website? Yeah, so founders.com. It's spelled with the word own in the middle because we take we all talk about like taking ownership yeah. of your life, your destiny. So it's F-O-W-N-D-E-R-S dot com or just follow me at Gerard Adams. Um, also, I'm launching right now a, a program called Self-Made Freedom that will give you the strategy and accountability that basically I wish I had when I was 18, yeah. 19 years old on how I actually made my first million dollars, mm -hmm. how I actually became a real digital entrepreneur. So I've been wanting to do this for a really long yeah. time. I feel like this is something that I wish I had when I first started for out. Sure. So actually, that's what we've been working on yeah, this yeah. whole time. I'm going to be in it. You already know. Thank you. Thank you. So if you guys are interested in that, also, you can sign up at GerardAdams.com. For sure. So everyone, that being said, make sure you go there. Like I said, the link will be in the description. And the last thing, I appreciate you coming on, Gerard. Yeah, well, thank you. For thank sure. You. It's a pleasure. Absolutely.